Hey guys, it's Jared. It's Thursday, February 24th, 2022, and Russia has invaded Ukraine. What does that have to do with crime in America? Well, I'll tell you what, it's the same problem worldwide. It's weakness and leadership. Welcome, investigator. Evil is on the rise. Crime is escalating. Our mission is to eliminate the crime by exposing evil, examine why it manifests, and highlight the brave souls that confront it every day. Join us as we work together to bring justice to every victim. Welcome to All Things Crime. Here's your host, Jared Bradley. So guys, I'm in downtown Seattle. I'm at the big forensics conference here in Seattle. And it's so interesting, less than 24 hours ago, uh, the murderous thug Vladimir Putin ordered his troops to invade the sovereign country of Ukraine. So what does that have to do with crime? And why would I talk about it on all things crime? Well, the biggest problem is leadership. When you have weak leadership anywhere in the world, it invites evil. And if you remember a number of episodes ago, I talked about evil, the beast, and the buffet. Well, you know, there's a saying that, uh, and I can't remember exactly who said it a number of years ago, but uh, basically they said, in order for evil to thrive, good men have to do nothing. And it just kind of naturally happens. Well, we're experiencing that in real time. The, uh, the weakness of Western leadership around the world, and this just isn't, isn't just the United States, this is everywhere from uh, France and Germany and possibly, you know, even the UK, but definitely the United States, uh, all of NATO, that has allowed Russia to thrive, especially with energy resources. And it's enabled Putin to be bold enough that um, he feels he's uh, in, a good, in a good position, not only monetarily, but in military-wise, and most importantly, there's no repercussions. And that's why he's invading Ukraine right now. You know, sure, he's got his reasons. Uh, there's uh, uh, supposedly the, the people of Ukraine speak Russian and have the same background uh, as the Russian people. But if you think about it, those are very similar reasons that Hitler took over Austria in the 1930s. And there, at the time, was very, very weak leadership in the UK by a man named Chamberlain. And Chamberlain's whole excuse was, uh, well, they just didn't want to go back to war. You know, they just uh, recently recovered from uh, the, the um, just carnage of World War I. And the last thing anybody wanted was to go into another uh, large conflict like World War I. And so they were doing anything they could to avoid that, and that led to the rise of power of one Adolf Hitler. And we know how well that ended. You know, I, I don't have any idea, you know, what uh, Putin's ultimate goal is, but you have to, you have to acknowledge the similarities here. You know, this, this isn't just a, uh, a total coincidence. There's a pattern that belongs here, and it's, again, when there's weakness in the leadership of certain countries, 
then uh, evil people like Putin uh, take advantage of that. And they know that they can use threats and violence and, uh, you know, guilt and, and they can use weird associations like, you know, what he is that, um, well, they have, you know, Russian, um, uh, you know, they all, yeah, many of them speak Russian and they have the, um, much of the same background. You know, those, uh, geez, you know, what, what kind of weird excuses are those? But, you know, regardless, that's what he's throwing out there. And that weird history lesson that he did uh, not too long ago, you know, what was that, two or three days ago or a week ago? But regardless, that's, uh, that's their justification. And when you don't care about what other people, uh, the lives of other people, then uh, in your pursuit of power, you're willing to do things like that. Well, if you look at just the rise of crime in the United States, especially, and how many uh, murders and rapes and assaults that are happening right now, what is that from? What is, what is the cause of that? Well, a big part of that is, uh, frankly, weak leadership. There's people that uh, all the way from mayors and governors to district attorneys that are frankly just weak people. They allow uh, other people to make excuses for their behavior. They don't, um, they don't hold people accountable. And what that does is that enables criminals to basically become the beast. And they feel entitled to other people's stuff. They feel entitled to uh, do whatever uh, they need to do in order to, uh, I don't know, feel better about themselves or, or obtain material possessions. But this, kind of, this same level of weakness that we're exhibiting, uh, that we're seeing on the world stage, uh, we, can, we can boil it down to the exact same thing in, um, in not only states, but also just individual communities. There's a spike in crime going on, especially in the major cities all over the place in the, in the U.S. But um, if you see just basic tragedy going on, there's a lot of suffering going on right now that doesn't necessarily need to happen. But a big part of it is because weak leaders allow these evil people to uh, take advantage of others and when there's no repercussions for uh, poor, poor treatment of others, then why not? You know, that's, uh, that's the mentality of the criminal. And it, whether it's crossing somebody's uh, border illegally or breaking into somebody's house, same thing. It's the exact same mentality that uh, there's no repercussions and I'm entitled to do that because of, I don't know, make up a reason. You know, he's got a better TV or he's got a better lifestyle. Therefore, I'm entitled to do whatever I need to do in order to uh, obtain that. Whether or not they want to work for it is completely irrelevant. And, uh, you know, uh, if it's if it's somebody has uh, amazing... Re in fact, I was reading a, an article today that Ukraine is one of the richest countries uh, of uranium and titanium and other uh, minerals. It's also kind of the breadbasket of Eastern Europe 
and it has a lot of natural resources that anybody that wants uh, to basically start dominating in the world, uh, land and resources like that, especially natural resources, but I'll bet there's a lot of um, iron ore, things like that, that um, if you need that to build future cities and, and whatever, um, you know, obviously Putin has his own other reasons as far as his justification for security. He wants to end a buffer zone in between uh, NATO countries and Russia. Um, so yeah, there's, there's justifications in his mind, but the most tragic part of it is people are, are getting killed and uh, other people are going to be suffering for a long, long time. And it's all boils down to the same mentality that Chamberlain gave, uh, the weakness that he showed to Hitler. Uh, we're seeing that the weakness, same weakness being shown to Vladimir Putin. So one other, one other thing that we really need to be thinking about is, uh, personally, I think the relationship that Russia and China have made in the last little bit is that is, that is dangerous, dangerous. And we are going to rue the day that, uh, that whatever, whatever has, uh, allowed that to happen and, and push those two toward each other. And I think it's a common enemy of the United States and, uh, Europe and, and NATO in general, but the, those two working in tandem. And personally, I, th I think a lot of this, you know, there's no real, uh, strategic, reason that the United States should be defending Ukraine. They're not a, a country of NATO, and I don't think ever would be. But the, the, the most dangerous part about this is by distracting the United States and, and drawing us into even protecting NATO and mobilizing a lot of precious troops that, uh, and resources over into Europe, uh, our Pacific coast and not not just the coast, but more importantly, uh, Taiwan and oh, especially Taiwan. Oh my gosh! If you look at what happens in Taiwan, especially the um, microchips, things that our economy is absolutely dependent on, a lot of that stuff is made in Taiwan. And if you want to absolutely cripple the United States economy, uh, our communications all of our ability to function business-wise, uh, it's a lot of that is centered in Asia and especially in Taiwan. So buckle up, folks. We've got a lot of uh, uh, dangerous, we're in dangerous times. And not only here on the, on, the, on the home front, but abroad, but a lot of the things that are happening abroad will eventually affect us in a major, major way. And, you know, if, if the economy is struggling, people are gonna be out of work. If people are out of work, crime is going up. And you combine that with the amazingly weak leadership of people that are justifying defunding the police, they're demoralizing the police, and you combine all that, it is the perfect storm. And we're gonna be in the middle of it, folks. So. I uh, hope you have your food storage, hope you have your 
Second Amendment tools that you need to protect yourself and your family. And uh, most importantly, I hope you're being educated and you start standing up and start saying something. You know, we have got to stand up. Uh, the good men and the good women of this country have to stand up and say something. You have to start demanding your leaders, your your politicians and uh, the people that represent you, not only uh, on the community level, but on the state level and on the national level, demand that they uh, that they secure our borders, that they start making things more safe for this for this country. So, all right, guys, talk to you later. Thanks for joining us. Your attention today brings us one step closer to exposing and eliminating the evil that brings crime to our communities. Hit subscribe and share this episode. Together, we will bring justice to every victim.